This is Dr. Karen Wilson-Starks, and welcome to my podcast series, The Voice of Leadership. Some years ago, while I was working with a client in Saudi Arabia, I had the opportunity to attend a social gathering at a male leader's home. Now, those of you who are familiar with the Middle East, and if you're familiar with the Muslim religion, you will understand that there were many different cultural differences and barriers and rules to get around and through in order for this meeting to occur. So while we were at the host home, let me just tell you a little bit of first about the characters who were present and then what happened. The host was a Saudi Arabian male who was educated in Germany. Obviously, his primary language was Arabic. In addition to Arabic, he also spoke German. He spoke French, a little bit of English. Also present at the meeting was a neighbor, and the neighbor was an Egyptian man whose primary language was Arabic. My male colleague, also an American like me from the United States, was present, and he spoke English. Our driver was there, who was a Saudi driver, who spoke English and Arabic. The host's wife was not present there in the meeting. However, she was in the home and she spoke Arabic. Then you have me, I'm there, my primary language is English, and I also speak French and German. Now, because of the culture and the way it is, men who are not family members are not permitted to be in the presence of, let's say, the host wife. So I was the only person who was invited to go to the back of the home to meet the host wife. And so I greeted her and we spoke, even though we didn't speak any language in common, through various pleasantries and nonverbal cues, we were able to acknowledge one another and greet one another. And then I returned back to the meeting that was with my male colleagues there. Now, I want you to realize that this was highly unusual because I had to meet in the men's living room, as it's called. And I don't think the host had ever had a woman in the male living room before. But there was no other logical place to meet in the home because normally men and women didn't meet together. So if a man was doing any entertaining, all of his male guests would be in the male living room. And then his wife would entertain the women in her living room, which was in the back of the home. So the servant girl was from the Philippines. And she comes out, and when she sees me in the male living room, her eyes were as big as saucers because she had never seen that before, and it was definitely something different. So we're now conducting a business conversation and getting to know one another better in this meeting. And so the host and I, we are speaking to one another, going back and forth predominantly between French and German. Now, I speak French and I speak German, but I speak French much better than German. 
And so we would speak French for a while, and then my host would get fatigued and tired of the French because his German was better than French. So then we would switch into German and would speak that for a while until I got tired of German, we'd go back to French. And in the meantime, while he and I are speaking to each other in our two common languages, which is French and German, because he didn't feel like he could speak English well enough to carry on a conversation in English, he then was translating to his neighbor in Arabic. I was translating to my American colleague in English, and the driver was there as a bridge just in case we got stuck because the driver also spoke Arabic and English and could help us get unstuck. So this incident and this experience in my business life is one that I still remember as just a profound experience and a very enjoyable experience and an interesting experience. And I've thought about some ideas or lessons from this experience that I'd like to just break down and share with you. And it's about finding ways to connect across cultures. So number one, respect the culture. There are some things that are important to other cultures and that you just need to honor. So for example, I was the only one who was able to go to the back of the house to meet the wife. That's an example of respecting the culture. Number two, have some flexibility and occasionally make some exceptions to the culture. So the exception in this case was having me in the men's living room. That indeed was an exception. Number three, be willing to get out of your comfort zone. So though, for example, English might be a preferred language for me to speak, I had to get out of that comfort zone and speak French, which would have been my second comfort zone, and then go all the way to the third comfort zone, which was speaking in German. And sometimes we have to be willing to reach across the aisle that way and get out of our own comfort zone. So that was number three. Number four was about sharing the load of getting out of the comfort zone and passing the baton. So sometimes we would speak in French, which was more comfortable for me, and other times in German, which was more comfortable for our host. And then number five, have some backups available and ready. And the driver was the backup that day for any language barriers and and issues that we might run into. And then always, in addition to these five, no matter what you're doing, have fun. So you might be wondering why we were covering this topic today. And the reason we're talking about it is because it's a global world. And we are encountering people from all different countries, all different backgrounds, and even in our own organizations, hiring people from different cultures and backgrounds. So these cross-cultural scenarios They definitely enrich our lives, and they also present some challenges. So what I'm sharing with you today is what I hope will give you some tools to best leverage these different cultural experiences for mutual benefit and success. And what I can say in my life is that I've had far more benefits, gifts, joys, and wonderful experiences from my cross-cultural life encounters than I've had anything negative. So I would just simply say, go forward, meet new people, work with new people, 
and have a great time in the global world that we have in front of us. You've been listening to The Voice of Leadership with me, Dr. Karen Wilson-Starks. And I want to give a special thanks to jazz saxophonist Ron McMillan for granting us permission to use his gifted music on our show. Thanks for listening. And remember to go to my website, transleadership.com, for more strategies, insights, and leadership resources.